There we go. I couldn't find the button. I've only worked here 23 years. We're headed to the Anthony Service Company room heating and AC Pro partner phone line to welcome back my terrorist therapist. She is a forensic psychiatrist and a criminal expert. She is here again, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Hey, Carol. Good morning. How you doing? Pretty well, thank you. Good. You know, I'm. I sound like uh, like I've been smoking for fifty years, but I'm, <laughs> I haven't been. Um, my sister-in-law, who is so wonderful and so magnanimous and just a really, really good person, she is in the upper echelon of the prison system in North Dakota, in my hometown oh, yeah. of Bismarck, and. She is the one who has to deal with people like in therapy and and trying to make sure that everybody's okay with doing their job. So she's kind of like you with a badge, okay? Uh Only less famous. But she says they overwhelmingly have issues with female guards flirting with or in very rare cases in in that case, but across the nation, many more cases of, of the female corrections officers getting with the inmates. I don't understand why you would want to get with somebody who's in jail. I don't get it. Well, well, there are a number of reasons. Um, And they are, you know, depending upon which way you look at it, they are sitting ducks for the male inmates. Um, Well, yeah. and, And that's because the women who want to work in the prison systems uh, either consciously or unconsciously attract uh, or are looking for, again, consciously or unconsciously looking for male attention. In a sense, it's very alluring because these men are, are can't get away. You know, mm-hmm. they don't have to worry about, there's not much competition in jail as there would be in, you know, in real life where there are lots of other women that these men could be with. Um and so, so it's very attractive. Also, the power differential, the fact that these women guards have the power over these men is also a very sort of, uh, forbi- taboo, you know, or forbidden or very sexy kind of, mm-hmm. um, fantasy, uh, to engage in. And, um, and, you know, and then it goes to the, to the old story of, um, that I wrote my first book about. Uh, bad boys, mm-hmm. why women love them. Women are, are always attracted to bad boys. I married one. But, I was so stupid. Well, <laughs> it was, so you can tell us then, what was your attraction? I mean, these, these men combine, um, they're, they're bad, so they're, they seem very sexy. Um, they seem very taboo. They seem like you're doing something forbidden. There are various reasons why. Um, but but it actually, it all has to do with the women who are attracted to bad boys. It all has to do with their relationship with their father when they were growing up. Mm-hmm. And depending upon what kind of father, what kind of relationship they had, how dysfunctional it was or in what way it was dysfunctional, um, that determines what kind of bad boy they would go to. Now, in my book, I wrote about 12 different types, and the last type was the lethal lover, the men in jail. Mm-hmm. Well, I married my ex-husband because he looked like a cross between Michael Landon and Michael J. Fox. So I fell in love with the face. So I was an Uh idiot. And then he never changed. So I got rid of him. But um, a lot of these women who are in the corrections institutions, I mean, they're getting 
every guy in there is probably whistling and howling at him because it's like if you haven't had anything to eat for 12 years and someone <laughs> gives you a saltine, you're like, this is the best cracker I ever had in my whole life. You know, That's it's, right. it's like anything will do, right? <laughs> yes. Um, I hate and, to say also, that, but it's true. And also, um, you know, the the men... Uh, I mean, yes, that's part of it. But then also there are, men, are the men who aren't necessarily attracted uh, even to the saltines. <laughs> but, um, but but they they try to seduce the women um, to, because they want them to bring them favors, you know, bring yeah. them contraband. There's uh, that. Bring them drugs or bring them, you know, a phone or, or whatever it is that, uh, that they or give them extra privileges, you know, in some other way. So... Um, so yes, it's a very dangerous combination, and the problem is that these days, with um, the lack of people to fill jobs, um, particularly, uh, you know, that isn't exactly. It's. I mean, I've been in prisons a lot because of as a forensic psychiatrist, you know, mm-hmm. in, in criminal cases, um, having to ex- interview, examine the the inmates who are on trial, you know, who's who I'm, tr- when I'm their defense psychiatrist. Um, so it, I can tell you from experience that these are not fun places to be in. They're dark, they're cold. Um, they stink. They stink. <laughs> oh, the smell. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are, they are not friendly places. So, um, so, you know, that isn't exactly, so you have to kind of have, a conscious or unconscious reason for wanting to work there. Yeah, well, you're hot too, so I'm sure they howled and hooped and hananiganed <laughs> all the way while you walked in, and and that's another thing where some women find that attractive. But if you can't call me, I'm like, oh my god, you so fell to the bottom of the ladder. But you know, <laughs> if if you if you are a female corrections officer, I am old school. I think you should only be over females. I just feel like men should guard men and women should guard women. I just don't feel like a woman is safe in a male facility. Yes. I just don't yes. think they are. No, I, I agree with you. And certainly, there needs to be um, there needs to be some kind of a for, for where prisons where there are women. There mm-hmm. needs to be some kind of a, a woman um, who is sort of their mentor. You know, who can who they can feel comfortable that. They could, you know, the, women um, get into a lot of trouble. I mean, depending upon what state or what country you're in, uh, the women who do fall prey to these prisoners, you know, if they bring them contraband or if they have sex with them or whatever it is that they do that, that they're not supposed to do, um, they get punished. They get fired. They get put in jail, depending mm-hmm. upon the circumstance. And so it's very serious. So it would be good to have some kind of a, a woman who um, whose job it is to just be sort of a mentor toward the, to these women, someone who they could tell the truth to and not be fired or uh, put in jail. Aren't they so talked someone... to about this, Carol, before they go into duty, though? Aren't they told this is a giant yes. no-no, and if you get yes. caught, you're going to jail? Yes, they are told that, but, you know, then, then they go and start working, and then they get... Uh, they get roped in. They, you know, they're lonely. A lot of them, um, mm-hmm. and they just, they just fall. They fall for this, um, you know. And the men, of course, who are in jail are mostly um, psychopaths or sociopaths and manipulative so they know how to, as hell. Exactly. They know how to put on the charm. Yeah. 
They are. Okay. And we just got, we're not broad stroking every female correctional officer. There are very right. good yeah. ones who do their job every yeah. day and never fall prey that to the idiots. True. So we're not that talking about them. We're talking about the ones who have. Now, there was a, a dateline or a 2020 or whatever it was um, where there was some sort of ministerial woman who came in and fell prey. And then she helped the guy escape and then he killed her. So a lot of times, you know, they see an end game and they'll do whatever it takes to get you to help them to get to where they want to go. And then they have no use for you. So I wish women yes. would think ahead. Yes, yes. I mean, do you remember the case of the, of the woman? I think she was either a cook or an art teacher or both. And uh, she helped two men escape a few years ago in, in New York State. I don't know if you remember that. But the, yes, these, these kinds of things happen. Um and then, and then, yes, when the man, the, the escapee doesn't have any use for you anymore, um, yes, they either kill you or they, I mean, I think that's what happened with this woman. That they well, they can't have the somebody end. tell anybody what happened. They got to get rid right. of her. Right, right. This, this so, profoundly confuses me because I guess I'm such an A-type personality and Carol's known me for years now, so I, I am very literally boyish, actually. Um, very much, you know, strictly like boys but um i i will not tolerate any sort of stupidity therefore i'm unattractive to most males <laughs> because i'm just like not today satan i'm not doing it so but those are the kinds of women who should be in these jobs yes but you know you would be a challenge to the men so they try even harder well they wouldn't get anywhere i'd be like lay down and eat out of your dog dish i'd be done nope not happening but, you know, challenge or not, um, a lot of these women are very strong. Some of them are very butch. I know it's a word women hate, but yes. it's true. And yes. they're able to hold their own against some of these inmates. But when when push comes to shove, a man is stronger than a woman. So I fear for them. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um you know, if they don't want to willingly go along with it, yes, of course it's dangerous in mm -hmm. there, especially um, especially uh, if they get knives or other kinds of things that they can use as weapons smuggled into them and so on. So, yes. Yeah, we call those shanks. You can make them out of mm -hmm. just about anything. Yeah, it's right, I'm, right. So, I'm so prison savvy. All right, so, <laughs> you know, as, as a forensic psychiatrist, so have you ever spoken to a woman who fell prey to a man and then ended up in jail have you had the opportunity to interview one of them i don't actually think that i have personally um interviewed them but i certainly uh have done research and know about stories of them and not all of them are unattractive i must say um but uh and so not all of them consciously go in there because they can't, you know, find a man somewhere else. Right. But, um, you know, not that it's all about just about how, how attractive you are, but, you know, maybe they're very shy or uh, other kinds of things that get in the way of, of meeting a guy in the real world. But, um, but, yes, you know, I mean, I certainly know a lot of stories about women who have been fired, but also, I mean, they don't take it lightly uh, if this happens, which I, mm -hmm. I was a little surprised. To, to see just how far, I mean, I think they make they make examples of these women to try to discourage other women. Well, they you know, should I mean, because we've had we've had sheriff's deputies here who've had sex with inmates and they throw the book at them. So why not? Fair's mm -hmm. fair. 
Yes, no, it's true. I, I just kind of feel sorry. <laughs> I don't. Dumb is dumb. I don't care if it, if it has a penis or a vagina. Dumb is dumb. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm very, very blunt. I'm sure a well, lot of people just freaked out. It's called biology. Well, it's okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, the thing is, I have talked, I, I mean, I have done, um, I, well, I'll, I, I don't remember if I've ever told you this story before. Did I ever tell you the story about um, this, uh, the time that I was on, oh, the Sally Jesse Raphael, where the show was Women Who Fall for Men in Prison? No, tell and, me. I've got three and, minutes. Okay. Um, and there were, so there were different uh, different women, different men, like you know, the the bad boy or the prison prisoner were different prisoners, except for one, which was um, the night stalker, Richard Ramirez. Yeah. And these two women came on, and they both thought that they were engaged to Richard Ramirez, and they had Crazy. no clue about the other woman until they got on this show and you know live. And uh, well, actually, no, it was being taped, but but still taped alive. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, they just freaked out and they got into a physical fight they were tearing at each other ripping it and and the thing is it was so ironic because here this is a man who um raped and murdered countless women he was a serial killer and yet they were shocked that he could be two-timing them you know oh really how could he i'm the one i'm the one oh my god and so that happens actually with a lot of women who um who have who you know fall in love with men in prison that they think that they are the one and then when they find out that they're not um, you know they're so shocked and and really upset and all that I mean they trust them even though these are killers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean unless your unless your man goes to church and prays with you at night and looks at you like you are a peanut butter jelly sandwich, you're not the one. Let me just tell you that right now. It ain't you. All right, Dr. Carol, where do people go to learn more about your work? Because I find you just phenomenally interesting. Well, they can go to my, um, in regard to this topic, they can go to my website, expertwitnessforensicpsychiatrist.com. Okay. And otherwise, terrorist therapist. If you do, if you Google Doctor or DuckDuckGo, Doctor Carol with an E on the end, Lieberman, you're going to find a lot of stuff that she works on. She's got her own podcast too. People should know where to find that. Where do Where do they go? Uh, well, the um, I do a, a show, Doctor Carol's Couch, on Voice America, mm-hmm. um, and I do the podcast, the Terrorist Therapist Show. That's kind of wherever podcasts are. Mm-hmm. All right, so make sure you check her out because I'm a big fan of Dr. Carol. That's why I keep having her back every time a pitch comes my way. I sometimes call her even when there's not a pitch. I'm like, hey, will you talk to me about this? Because (laughs) I trust her to tell me the truth because even in the land of liberals, she is the voice of common sense when it comes to being a forensic psychiatrist and criminal mind expert. She will still see that a duck is a duck, a spade is a spade, and the truth is the truth. Dr. Carol, thank you for your time today. You're very welcome. Thank you. Appreciate you. Bye-bye.